Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Dear friends, as we come together to celebrate this holy mass, let us call to mind our sins. I confess to all my
so to reveal the sacred mysteries of your body and blood. That we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption. We live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever. of Exodus. Moses went and told the people all the commands of the Lord and the ordinances, and answered all the people said with one voice, We will observe all the commands that the Lord has decreed. Moses put all the commands of the Lord into writing, and early next morning he built an altar at the foot of the mountain, twelve standing stones for twelve tribes of Israel. Then he directed certain young Israelites to offer holocausts and to immolate Bullocks to the Lord as communion sacrifices. Half of the blood Moses took up and put into basins, the other half he cast on the altar. And taking the book of the convenient, he read it to the listening people, and they said, We will observe all that the Lord has decreed. We will obey. Then Moses took the blood and cast it towards the people. This, he said, is the blood of the convenient that the Lord has made with you, containing all these rules. The word of the Lord. Thank you. 
reading from the letter of the Hebrews. Now Christ has come as the higher priest of all blessings which were to come. He passed through the greater, the more perfect tent, which is better than the one made from human hands, because it is not his created order. <coughs> and he has entered the sanctuary once and for all, taking with him out with him not the order of goats and bulls, calves, but his own blood, having won an eternal redemption for us. The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of heifers are sprinkled on those who have incurred defilement, and they restore the holiness of their outward lives. Now much more efficiently did the blood of Christ, who offered himself as a perfect sacrifice to God, through the eternal spirit, spirit can purify our inner selves from death, dead actions, so that we do our sacrifice service to the living God. He brings a new covenant as the mediator only so that the people who were called on were called to an eternal inheritance may actually serve 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 what was promised. His death took place to cancel the sins that infringed the earlier covenant, the word of the Lord.
Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb was sacrificed, his disciples said to Jesus, Where do you want us to go to make and make the preparations for you to eat the Passover? So he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go into the city, and you will meet a man carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him, and say to the owner of the house which he enters, The master says, Where is my dining room in which I can eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room, furnished with couches, all prepared. Make the preparations for us there. The disciples set out and went to the city and found everything he, as he had told them and prepared the Passover. And as they were eating, he took some bread, and when he had said the blessing, he broke it and gave it to them. Take it, he said, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had returned thanks, he gave it to them, and all drank from it. And he said to them, this is my blood, the blood of the covenant, which is to be poured out for many. I tell you solemnly, I shall not drink any more wine until the day I drink the new wine in the kingdom of God. After psalms had been sung, they left for the Mount of Olives. The Gospel of the Lord. The pandemic has, of course, affected the lives of many people and sadly continues to do so in many parts of the world. We're fortunate in this country that we are beginning to unlock and return to some of the activities we had previously taken for granted. In recent weeks, we've returned to inviting family and friends to share meals in small groups. The way that we have embraced this relaxation and rushed to book tables in restaurants or invited people over shows how much we have both missed these opportunities and how important they are to us socially. In normal times, whenever there was something worth celebrating, we tended to mark the occasion by sitting down together at table and sharing food. It is our way of showing gratitude, giving thanks, enjoying company and treasuring friends. Meals were equally important in the time of Jesus, as we know from the Gospels, from the wedding feast at Cana, meals at friends' homes, the alfresco meals by the Sea of Galilee, and of course important Sabbath and Passover meals. 
In the Gospel this morning, we're told that Jesus, although he knew the cross and Calvary lay before him, took time out to have a meal with his disciples, a meal which we know as the Last Supper. St. Mark is at pains to point out the amount of organisation that went into having things properly prepared beforehand. Although he knew that the final moments of his life were upon him, Jesus' concern was not for himself, but for those he was leaving behind. And this concern was not just about the details and preparations, but also in the teaching and gift that he would give to his disciples at this supper. Those privileged disciples didn't understand the significance and meaning of those words of Jesus when he blessed the bread and wine and told them to take it as an everlasting memorial. This is my body, he said. This is my blood. This was no ordinary food. It was nothing less than his body and blood. Only after his resurrection, when they gathered as a group to keep his memory alive and to break bread, would the apostles understand the significance of what had taken place at that Last Supper. The gift that the Lord leaves us is himself. The Eucharist is the making present of the living body of Jesus as food for the journey and as nourishment we need on our pilgrim way. The Mass is a Paschal banquet in which Christ consumed, the mind is filled with grace, and a pledge of future glory is given to us. A banquet is, of course, no ordinary meal. Our celebration of the Holy Mass and our receiving of Holy Communion is likewise no ordinary meal, nor indeed any ordinary banquet. The mystery of the Eucharist draws us into a very special relationship with God, of course, but also with each other. We participate as a church community where we strengthen each other by our sharing in our faith. Our lives are changed by our celebration of Holy Mass as we are called upon to become more like Christ. No other meal has this effect. But then no other meal offers us the bread of heaven, the true presence of Christ in Holy Communion. During lockdown, we adapted and embraced new ideas and ways of trying to keep our lives together, even virtual coffee and dinner parties. Our spiritual lives were helped by the way the Church reached out through podcasts and live streaming of Mass at a time when the churches were closed, and more recently, as a lifeline to those isolated or unable to leave home. In a sense, the festive, liturgical meal was brought into our homes. Whilst we were able to make a spiritual communion with the Lord during these pandemic times, what we truly missed was the very real presence of Christ in Holy Communion. That couldn't be replaced. As we unlock and are able to return safely to church, 
Let us give thanks for the ability to once again receive Christ in Holy Communion. This great privilege, this great gift, should never be forgotten or taken for granted. Although we celebrated the institution of the Holy Eucharist at the Last Supper on Monday Thursday, it was bound up then into the whole mystery of Christ's death and resurrection. Today's feast allows us to celebrate the importance of that gift of Christ in the Eucharist and to understand its vitality for us Christians as we seek to live and share the Gospel. Our celebration of Holy Mass is an act of thanksgiving, of praise, but most importantly, it is a celebration of Christ's presence among us as food that brings us together in hope, in love, and as a foretaste of the heavenly banquet which we aspire to. And while we get spiritual nourishment from the Eucharistic meal, nourishment to strengthen us to do the work of the Gospel, we're also reminded that we share in a divine life. Let us remember that the Eucharist is Christ's great gift, a sign of God's enduring love and a promise of life to come. And as we rush to restore our vital social lives, may we likewise remember and acknowledge the very necessary and centrality of the Eucharistic celebration which the Lord commanded us to celebrate. So let us keep going
Grant your church, O Lord, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace, whose signs are to be seen in mystery in the offerings we here present. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For at the Last Supper with his Apostles, establishing for the ages to come the saving memorial of the cross, he offered himself to you as the unblemished Lamb, the acceptable gift of perfect praise. Nourishing your faithful by this sacred mystery, you make them holy, so that the human race, bounded by one world, may be enlightened by one faith and united by one bond of charity. And so we approach the table of this wondrous sacrament, so that bathed in the sweetness of your grace, we may pass over to the heavenly realities here foreshadowed. Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration, and we with all the host of angels cry out, and without end we acclaim. rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things that make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly employ you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, 
at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your Church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one Spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Gregory the Great, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. <coughs> May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, 
the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen.
Grant, O Lord, we pray, that we may delight for all eternity in that share in your divine life, which is foreshadowed in the present age by our reception of your precious body and blood, who live and reign for ever and ever. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks for